Welcome to Peeling the Onion Podcast with Cheryl Passwater and Nancy Campbell, where we have real conversations about what it takes to dive deep into the unique journey of healing. Health is not a win-lose game. Join us and our amazing guests to explore the layers of physical, mental, and spiritual health. So grab a drink, go for a walk, get cozy, and let's peel the onion. Today on Peeling the Onion Podcast, we have Nicole Hirsch-Kuchel, founder of the Method for Intentional Inquiry and Holistic Health Practitioner. Nikki is an educator, mentor, and practitioner with over 20 years of experience in the foundational medicine field. She has dedicated her career to empowering providers and clients alike to connect with their inner knowing and navigate health concerns more effectively. As an educator, she is known for her engaging teaching style and ability to break down complex concepts into easy to understand terms. No matter what the setting, she's committed to ensuring students walk away with the knowledge and tools to succeed. As a practitioner, she has helped numerous clients achieve optimal health using muscle testing to guide her treatment. Her compassionate and holistic approach to care has earned a reputation as a trusted and respected practitioner. Throughout her career, Nikki has remained committed to advancing the field. She has continuously explores new modalities and pursues further trainings for her clients and her students. I'm so delighted to have her to here today. Welcome, Nikki, to Peeling the Onion. All the layers. All so, the layers. <laughs> the other day, so, I was saying to someone like, so there's like the peeling the onion cliche, and then there's like the the petals of a rose cliche. And today we need to be over here where the with the petals of the rose, because I was dealing with someone like super, super, super energetically like tuned in and, uh, you know, amped up. And so I was like, we're not going to peel back these thick, stingy layers of an onion. We're going to like gently tap on you and then let that little petal fall off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? It's the best story. It's the best story to everybody's healing journey, right? The, the peeling, the dropping off, the knocking off the rose. I yeah. love that. Yeah. You got to do it. Depends so Nikki, I'm excited to have you here because, you know, um, I know you through, the cell core, biosciences, eco, muscle testing yeah. world. Um, I've had the privilege of taking some muscle testing training with you as well. Um, so, you know, today we're, you know, we're picking, you know, just for our listeners, we're picking apart, um, well, what is muscle testing? Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've heard of it under the, you know, guise of things like kinesiology or, um, you know, other NRT, various other sort of acronyms and things. Um, but I want to, you know, Nikki is, um, I love that, you know, you're so tuned in to not just energetic medicine, um, but you've, you know, really practiced and, you know, gotten so deeply into muscle testing and intention and questions. And so tell us, tell us more about like, well, what is muscle testing? What is all this weird stuff that Cheryl's rambling about right now? Um, give us, give us some nuggets, <laughs> give us some nuggets. And anybody who listens to this podcast knows. Muscle testing is a simple way of analyzing stress that might affect the body period. And then there's like muscle testing, right? You, this isn't just a way of analyzing glands and organs. You can analyze tissue and cells and energetic layers and emotional well-being and structure and exposures and 
circumstances and like really any sort of aspect of life and any aspect of care from a like provider practitioner standpoint. Um, and, and so I find it, I actually find it's like, as much as I love teaching like basic muscle testing, it's also, I think the hardest thing to teach because you get all the questions and you're like, well, er, this is more of like a advanced question. And you can, I'm also not a fan of like, well, I don't have that answer for you until you take this course. Right. I'm definitely like, well, let me give you something to work with. That'll get you thinking and kind of bridge you to maybe why you would want to learn more. Right. Yeah. But keeping it simple, like, so muscle testing, I think can be either oversimplified and made more complex than need be. But I think the reason that happens is lack of clarity around what are you trying to get at and what kinds of questions are you asking? And it really, I've just like, muscle testing is far deeper than yes and no. You know, a yes might be like, then you have 27 supplements on a program. And as a practitioner, I absolutely don't want to manage that. And they absolutely don't want to take that because I can tell you, you've got the program you've created for them. And then they have the 13 other things that they take at home because they read that they need biotin on a magazine article. And they saw (laughs) Facebook, you know, something for like why they need vitamin A. And do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. At the end of the day, they're just like, are taking this whole host of things, but they're also like, I'm not getting better and this isn't changing and how come? And it's like, there's just too many irons in the fire to really know what's making that, what's making that difference. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and people like muscle testing because it's people like knowing things about themselves. Like we're all nosy in that way. We're all kind of like, what else, what else can you tell me about me? Yeah. Um, and I love using muscle testing in that way to sort of like bring my person back around to like, well, how you tell me what's happening over there, you know? And then it's like, I'm over here testing while they're talking and sharing and I can see exactly where their hooks and triggers are, but it's not for me to be like, so you're really hooked by this and you're la, 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 la. I want them to have some skin in the game. Right. So it becomes a, even more of a deep listening versus like, I'm always just testing for yeah. like whatever is showing up, you know? So it, it's a, yes, it's a way to find and, and, reduce toxin exposure and, you know, pathogen issues and food elimination and, and like that, but it's really like, so you're looking to transform your life. Okay. (laughs) Like hop on board because, you know, you really can use it in so many aspects, which is kind of why I've, you know, developed what I, what I have is because it kind of happened by accident. Yeah. And well, for, I think people who are listening to this podcast too, you know, what Nikki and I are sort of you know, talking about is, you know, we're looking for weaknesses or imbalances in the body. This kind of philosophy that like the body doesn't lie, um, that, you know, it's smart. Everything is naturally, um, there and, you know, meant to be in balance. And we've talked about on the show a lot, how one size fits all medicine doesn't really work because, you know, we are all living in our unique bodies and our unique situations. We have our family, genetics and epigenetics, whether those are turned on or not. We have the health of the state of our mothers going into us being born and living our lives um, and all these different things. And, you know, I'm in functional medicine 
And y'all, as much as I love a good geeky lab and all of that, um, you know, I'm always looking for ways that I can best support my clients. Um, and, the, you know, muscle testing for me was really, I became really interested when I realized, wow, this is an amazing way to hone in and, you know, not just help my clients, but even helping myself as somebody who's dealing with, you know, has dealt with chronic illness and mold toxicity and Lyme and all this other stuff. Um, and so, you know, I think it's such a really, um, you know, great uh, modality that we can use and also use in conjunction with, you know, other things. And I love that you also nailed on the head, um, Nikki, which is like people come to you with like their gazillion supplements. I had a client last week and I was like, showed up and she had a brand new client who's like on 35 supplements and, you know, had been dealing with like long haul COVID and all this stuff. And, you know, her chiropractor put her on some great things, but, and I was like, this is too much. I was like, how do we know what's working? We don't. And so we took her out for supplements for two weeks and we had to start with a clean slate because I was like, how do we, how do we know? And, you know, and that's, and that's the other thing with the muscle testing, you know, which is that we can test against supplements. We can test against nutritional deficiencies and we can test against all these different things. And it's so magical. Um, and I'm just a little baby bird <laughs> early in my muscle testing journey. You know, I think it's um, just really cool. So how do you use muscle testing like further in your, in your practice? Like, how do you feel like you could best support families and kids and everybody? Well, my background is definitely different than most. And in that I'm not a licensed healthcare provider, I'm not a chiropractor, I'm not a, I'm not a you know, PT. I don't have this other thing, if you will, to rely on or to go to or to feed what I what I do. I've literally built and created this practice out of was a birth doula for 20 years. I was teaching childbirth education. I was a cranial sacral therapist. I worked in a functional medicine clinic, saw closet muscle testers, saw closet standard process takers inside of that functional medicine clinic. And I was like, you guys in the back room, I like you, you know, like what you back here. Uh, and, and to sort of see like at the time, you know, this is like probably, let's see, uh, almost 16 years ago, it was like, there was functional medicine and then there was muscle testing and they hadn't always like, they hadn't found a way to be in the same playground together fully. It seemed like with the exception for a couple of these, and in my world, it was like, they were men, a couple of these like highly lauded chiropractors, right? Like these guys who'd been doing it forever, but like nobody else kind of did it. And so what I, you know, I learned muscle testing almost 27 years ago as a, um, no, not 27. Let's see, 20. 47 minus 20, 20, 20 years ago. Now I need to do my math. 47 minus 20. So it is 27. I was 20. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I was 20 and I'm about to be 47. I was 20 when I learned muscle testing, but I learned it only in the world of body work and structure. And even then I was sort of like, okay, whatever. I mean, so I go here. Okay. Yes. I already know that I have to work on her shoulders or her neck or whatever the case may be. And it wasn't until six years into that, having my first baby born, you know, full rash within six weeks. And I'm over here knowing enough to know that this isn't right. And also knowing mm -hmm. I'm not about to go to the pediatrician with this. I'm not going to get anywhere. No, not to piss on it, but it's just, I wasn't up for a cortisone cream. Like I just, it didn't, 
you know, that's where I was going to go. So, or, you know, your baby has yeast or whatever. So I went to a man chiropractor, you know, he was like, Oh, she can't have gluten knowing what I know now. Right. You go then another, however, 20 some years later. And it's like, man, like that was helpful. And it made a difference. It made a huge difference. But had I known glyphosate poisoning was really at the bane of why she was reacting the way she was and why I had had five miscarriages and why, right? Like, God, the change we could have made in that time, right? Like, oh my goodness. So, you know, fast forward all these years, I've been full-time muscle testing for 13, 14 years at this time and watched my practice slowly, you know, yes, this was, this was kind of pandemic ish in that a few people were like, I don't feel safe coming out anymore. I don't feel safe coming around. And I just first enrolled them in kind of a health coaching call if they didn't want to come in just to be like, I'm here, I can still support you. Right. And then it just, and then it was like, can you just let me like, I want to like guess when I'm working with your doses, can you just, did you know, cause right. They're trained to do what I tell them to do, which is come into the office. And then I test you. I finally was like, can you just, can you just roll with it for a second? Like you've been with me for three, six years, one year, three weeks. I don't know. This is actually energetic. I can actually muscle test from here. Started moving in that direction. And then a year ago, a little over a year ago, I was like, what am I doing? Why do I have this 1200 square foot space when 70% of my practice is virtual at this point? So muscle testing knows no distance. It's energetic. And so for some who have been trained that this is the only way you can be tested is by the arm and in person or sitting across from someone as they're doing some self-testing technique, but you have to be face-to-face. We're face-to-face. We're on Zoom. Like I, you're yeah. right there. I can get in your world just like that so long as I have your permission, right? Yep. So muscle testing really knows no boundaries. And there's a lot of limitations that could put on those who learn muscle testing, like this one technique is the only technique you need or the only technique that you can do. Can't do anything else on top of that, right? And and so then these practitioners are like, oh, super great. I'm really good at this thing. I learned this thing really well. But then just like after you go gluten-free, it helps for a little while. And then you're sort of like, well, I mean, I still have some of these same symptoms. If you do feel better, right? So practitioners are like, we do use this technology and we're making a big difference. We're like, there's a missing piece. And for me, I discovered the missing piece was how to, because it's there, right? These, these other layers are there, but like how to, how to test them. Nobody gave me like hand modes to test for. Nobody said, here's the place in the body to test for stress or whatever the case may be. So I just started giving myself permission to listen to the chatter that was coming in, which is really my intuition is I'm chatty and it is chatter. And, uh, and I often tell the story, like, as soon as I honored the pictures come in through my right ear and that words kind of show up on my forehead, like a ticker tape, that is my, like, it's all right there. And I just have to be open to like, oh, interesting. I can apply that. Right. But I had to learn to trust that that's valuable, worthwhile information. And I didn't have to say to my client, so funny thing, I'm actually seeing, like, I didn't have to do that. You know, I just had to honor my own ability. And then I literally made things up. You know, like how sometimes people have to make up games to remember things that they're learning yeah. at school, and, right? I'm very much that way. So I just sort of gave myself permission, like, oh, if I do it this way, it's like muscle testing, show me a yes, 
right? So I just literally was like, show me uh, like that this is an emotional thing. Show me that this is like an energetic thing. And, And then learning to understand how to work with those layers, how to like apply a measure to those layers. And then once I did, it was it was more of just like, oh, zero to 10, zero to 100, zero. This gives me a ratio to tell me how big of a problem something is. I then just like flip that. I will take any question that my client asks me and I will just flip it. So it becomes like a statement or something that I can measure. Yeah. And then boom, like I'm able to follow that. So we're able to look at someone who's like, I'm so anxious. I'm so anxious. Like anxiety is my top three concerns, anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. And then I have a rash, right? So, okay, well, let's look at anxiety, but let's also find a way to measure how the anxiety shows up for you. Because actually yeah. it only shows up as a seven out of 10, not a, not a 14 out of 10, right? Yeah. Not like, yeah. so what is, what's in the way, what's in that gap? That's like your, your cause. Yeah. Right. So where, yeah. and how do we find that? So muscle testing is like, just it's just so much fun. And yes, there are rabbit holes, right? But it's a little bit why we started to coin what I do as the method of intentional inquiry because it is, tr- I am there. I have to be super intentional about what I'm like hearing and how I apply it yeah. to the person I'm working with in the moment, which does make it kind of hard to teach, to be honest, because so much of it is that that exchange, yeah. like that interplay and that exchange of energy and and dialogue. And, and so it's actually just much easier to show, right? Like to do and have people go like, oh, and follow the narrative that we're, the dialogue that we're in as we're, as we're doing it to get there. But what you can discover and uncover and unpack is like, we end up calling what I do, like protocols of discovery. And yeah. I don't even the word protocol. Like when I say protocol, I just mean like the program you're following from visit to visit. I don't mean like, here's this A through Z thing you're going to do for six months and it changes every 30 days. I don't mean that protocol. I just mean like it becomes protocol discovery. I love that. Well, really what you're talking about is it's intentional flow. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, like the grounding. And I think we all have this amazing, um, you know, natural built in thing where if we just anchor in and we get grounded and we, you know, connect, um, with ourselves and with somebody else, we can energetically move, you know, anything in time and space and, you know, all this stuff. And I think that's, what's so fascinating about muscle testing. And, you know, it really is about like questions and, you know, I'm new and just learning muscle testing, but it was funny. I was with Nikki a couple weekends ago in Nashville, Tennessee, um, at muscle testing. And the thing I kind of kept, I was like, this is about intentionally, mindfully asking questions, (laughs) but you're trying to like get like even gauging, like not pushing too hard on somebody, not, it's a lot happening at once. And and then I'd be like, you know, I'd be focused on like getting my (laughs) testing right. But then I'd be like, crap, I've got to ask the question. (laughs) You know, so, and it is, and you know, I think that's what, that's the learning curve. Right. Uh-huh. And it, <laughs> it's like it's how to be with all of it at one time, how to be with it all one time. And, you know, and it is like, you know, we can all muscle test ourselves to some degree or another, but you know, it's a little easier to do it almost on yourself in a way, because it's like, you already gave yourself consent <laughs> to get, to do it on yourself. You already kind of, you know, know your own feel um, for things, but it's, you know, I think again, it's, um, it's, it is such a really, um, I have a lot of respect for people who do it. I was at my chiropractor, um, 
the other day and getting adjusted and she was, and I've had, um, um, my, I've had trigger finger and my middle finger, like totally getting stuck. Cannot, it's just not getting better. I've been doing like all the things and I'm just like, okay, what is stuck? Something is stuck in my finger is all I can think of. And I was like, is there something like it's stuck? Is it trauma? Is it emotion? Is it this? Like, you know, I was like, cause I was like, I've done all these different things. I don't remember banging it or hurting it, but I was like, I cannot live with my middle finger getting stuck in one place either. And she was like, let me muscle test you, you know? And even like the more I get muscle tested by different people, like you start to even as somebody receiving muscle testing, like hone into their energy and Mm. you, you notice it more and more and more. And like, um, it's such a, it's such a cool, it's just such a cool experience. Um, you know, I like doing it to friends and I just like asking them basic questions like, you know, what is your name? Where do you live? You know, like, when is your job, you know, like going through things and practicing testing them. And, you know, in the minute, like they have a weakness, maybe their arm drops, maybe their fingers break, like whatever it is. And they're always like, what the heck, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, like what? Yeah. yeah, like it's like a natural lie detector. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. Uh, I have children. <laughs> I do know this. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! So they have this like witchy mom who's like you can tell when they're when they're lying, bullshitting. I literally, I literally like was chewed out by my fifteen year old this morning. You don't love me. You only want me to take supplements. I was like, woof, girl. Okay, so we'll test that out of you. <laughs> here's what it is to be shown love and understanding, and someone who doesn't want to watch you suffer. You know, it's like. Yeah. I'm like Teenagers are hard, but muscle testing gives you access to, um, a wide variety of information. And I think that's where the, also the, it's one of the things that I got as soon as I gave myself permission to step outside of the box that I was feeling really, really stuck in, you step outside of the box and then you're like, Whoa, like now what, where am I going? This is a lot of information. And as soon as I started to give myself these almost like visuals to, compartmentalize information, um, then, then it just, it just became easy breezy. So like an analogy that I will often give is, is as I'm, as I'm working with you over there on zoom, your your body is sort of like the house. And in front of your house, there are a bunch of columns holding it up. Right. Right. And, and what I realized I was doing before, this is usually what happens. I, I, realize after the fact what I did or what I created. And then I'm like, wait, that's an amazing structure. I'm going to jot this down. So I realized that what was, what was happening energetically is once I had permission to test my client, you know, they're in their initial visit or whatnot. I realized that what was happening is I was dancing around out here in front of these columns and these columns were represented different, like aspects of their care or different areas of their life or different ways to, for example, like a chiropractor, that's a and I know I'm not diminishing like any of these things. I'm just giving it this very simple, like a chiropractor that, okay, that's structural. Okay. A, um, a PT is structural, but in a different way. So you maybe have like skeletal, musculoskeletal, you, a, um, acupuncturist is going to look at, um, meridians and organs in a different way. And again, each of these things has their own like encyclopedia of what they're looking at, but just from over here, there are just quick, like there's nutritional, there's hormonal, there's chemical, there's, and I, I can do all these little assessments up front, and and because of where and how these things land, then it gives me like the oh, 
it's actually safe to step into that house, to step into relationship with that client. So yes, I'm going to do that because it was a paid initial visit, but I get that opportunity. I already know if I'm going to offer them my program at the report of findings based on the first seven minutes of their initial visit. All of that information I already know, like, is this an energy that I'm willing to tap into and with, right? And and like maintain a relationship with, because that's in the world of boundaries and self-care, right? Yeah. Are some people experiencing what they are just because they're in so much pain and inflammation, i.e. tricky teenagers? <laughs> like, you know, there's this like Instagram, I don't know what her name is, like that's appropriate. And she's just like, teenagers are assholes. My teenagers are assholes. And I was like, oh, I so get you. You know, and it's not like they're assholes. It's just like, it's like us having a bad day, right? There's a reason, like there's a reason we get triggered and hooked and, you know, pulled in different directions. So it just gives me a way to listen. It gives me a way to lean in. It gives me a structure and then I can follow that structure. And then if we're in a rabbit hole and I can't like, how did we get in? How am I going to get back out? I have this, I do have this structure to come back to as a guideline, And that was just, like I said, just nobody taught me that. Nobody said, here's how to go about assessing and following through and and managing that and monitoring that over time. And that was the hardest part was putting it into, like I said, like a structure to teach. That was the hardest part. Yeah. Um, Because so much of it is like the feel, like the, you know, like you're giving somebody a massage and you're like, Ooh, it's just like how it feels. So that's the same way with muscle testing. Like you said, you're you're going in to do the muscle test or you're using whatever kind of hand method. And in that simple little action right there, there's like, there's a ton of information um, yeah. like coming through, not only on the like request or asking end, but on the receiving end. Like, what does this energy feel like? How is their body responding? And so for me, muscle testing is more, it's it's more than just like the reflex it's more than just the yeah. strength of that yes or that no. It's more like an 80% yes is very different than a 10% yes, but it's both going to be a yes. Do you see? Like it's both going to give me a strong answer. So I love the like inner complexities of it and the like then stepping back and and kind of um and then simplifying it from there. And you know. 20 some years ago, I never would have guessed I'd be in a position where, you know, MDs or NPs or it's like nurse practitioner, physician assistant, NDs, MDs. I'm I'm having these practitioners who are like, I'm just getting to know muscle testing or I'm so new to it that I'm not, I don't have that confidence and that certainty yet. Mm -hmm. But here's what I do know. Some of what I'm doing with my patient isn't working. And I don't know what that is. So we're either missing something or we're coming at something the wrong way. And so can you do an initial workup and can you keep these questions in mind for me as the provider? And I'm like, talk about like rocking my socks. Like, are you kidding me? That is like a great day and so much fun. Because you have got a provider who is saying, I'm going against the grain and I am going against the norm because there is more information and I need to put some intentionality into this because I'm curious. I'm inquiring deeper so that I can have, you know, like a, a 
the end result, their, their health goal, like can actually come to fruition instead of sitting in this carousel of care. Right. Right. Let's blow my mind. Well, and it's amazing because we as practitioners, it is our responsibility to be constantly seeking a variety of skills, practices, knowing when we are maybe at our limit of our scope of practice, or maybe it's of what our skill set is to be able to reach out and ask other people for help and support. Like that is our responsibility. I tell all my clients, like, ask me questions, challenge me. If you're not sure about something, I would rather you ask me and stress the crap out of me about it and push me to answer you. Let's go do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I think for, you know, you know, for everybody listening, you know, this is, you know, some of this may sound like totally woo woo and out of the box. And, you know, it's like, if you had asked me 20 years ago, if I would be a master fermentationist, a health coach, a functional medicine practitioner, somebody who's learning muscle testing at this point in my life, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> I was like very happy in my cozy little art world and, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and doing that. But I think, you know, we all go through different journeys. You know, most practitioners who are practitioners became that because we've gone through our own healing journeys mm-hmm. um, and gone through our own issues with whether that's chronic illness and various things. And so um, I think this is just a really good reminder that there's lots of good things out there and ways that we can use things and ways to hone in. Um, and energy is just as important as, you know, all the other things we are mind, body, spirit, we are energetic beings. The, the world is energetic. The earth is energetic. The ground is, everything is energy at the end of the day. And so, um, you know, not being afraid, I think to explore their, explore other options, both as practitioners and as, um, people seeking our own vitality. Absolutely. So there's a, just, I was just leading a bunch of webinars and it's like around like the three questions, you know, to hone in on for an effective muscle testing, um, protocol. But I was like, that was really hard to keep it to three because there's just, there's so much there. And then your, your client, your, um, your patient, like you get to apply the like ultimate biohacking tool to their care plan with, with muscle testing, biohacking, bio-individual, like you are, and who they are today is not who they were last week. When you just think of cellular regeneration and blood, like all of the things that shift, um, it doesn't mean that things drastically shift from week to week, but it does allow in, um, you know, I'll say this before we wrap up. It's like, Muscle testing gives the space to, it's like, this is such a a truly authentic gift. It allows the space for more than just the what so at the moment. The what so is an effect, right? Like candida is an effect of radioactive elements. Viruses are an effect of toxicity and parasites, right? So your experience right now is the effect of something. And so just because you're like, I ate pizza last night. Oh my God, there must've been gluten. Like, you know, we immediately go to the last thing we did or the last thing we ate because food's been such a thing for people, but they're not considering 
the shitty email they got five minutes before they left the office or closed their laptop for the day that really left a sour tone in their stomach or literally planted a headache because they're already dreading Monday morning or they're not taking into consideration that stomach ache they woke up with Saturday morning to maybe it was the people that they were with when they ate that pizza. Maybe it wasn't the pizza, right? So our experience is an effect and muscle testing, you know, people will be like, oh, we ate out. I'm like, "Mm, that's not the food. (laughs) So keep going. Tell me about your day. Tell me about your evening. Tell me what happened this morning. And you watch the light bulb go on the minute they're like, oh my God, I knew that that was a problem, but I kind of didn't want to know it was a problem. Right. So you can help them to bring things back in and that like self-knowing and self-exploration, the fact that we can use muscle testing to get there, let alone what toxin am I reacting to is just like mind blowing. Yeah. I love this. And I, you know, you bring it, you know, it's funny. I was having a conversation with a friend last week and yeah, it's like her five-year-old is, you know, dealing with Epstein-Barr and you know, then she's like, oh, well, he tested really high for mold. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. And then she's like, I don't, what is the deal? She's like, he gets a rash around his mouth every time he is watching TV. And I was like, uh, we have to have a conversation <laughs> about like what all, all these things are connected, you know, and like radiation, EMF and mold, you know, I was like, that's probably that rash. Like it's sitting there in front of his face. You know, there's like lots of things that we could pick apart. Right. Um, but it's that, that digger deeping, you know, sorry, deeper digging. Point that one right there. (laughs) (laughs) Might need more coffee. Um, but you know, that digger deeping and that deeper knowing, and you're right. It's like that, the traumatic, you know, incident, you know, of the day or like something that happened, the things that we don't necessarily think about, you know, it's like, we're not all rubber, you know, It'd be cool. If, like everything that hit us just bounced off of us, you know, like that old, you know, when kids would teach you like, whatever bounce off of me, sticks to you <laughs> or like whatever it is, but. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? yeah. But we're not all rubber. Right. And like, whether we intentionally play a part in something or didn't play a part in something like everything around us is that energetic experience. And so we all have things that are trapped, stuck, mm-hmm. you know, things that traumas that happen to us, things that happened maybe in our childhood. We didn't even know if it was, it was a trauma mm-hmm. or it was a thing or it was something that stuck with us. And so um, I love this. So Nikki, we have a book club and I was just curious, do you have um, maybe a favorite book that you would want to recommend or something that <laughs> falls into so many, okay. I know so many choices. I'm sitting here mulling over what mine's going to be okay, as well. The two that are on the, sit at the top of my mind right now. Um, one is Dr. Thomas Cowan's Truth About Contagion. Uh-huh. You know, knock your socks off and then yep. not, or or you're just reading it going, thank you and thank you and thank you for pointing this yep. out. Um, the other that I love talking about when I teach is the book Bitten by Kristen Newby, N-E-W-Y. Yeah. I just read that. A very quick read and, and, um, very eye-opening and kind of the books that you want to give to every family member and friend for Christmas every year. (laughs) You're like a book for you. (laughs) 
I, I tried. I've tried that giving the yeah, book. It, doesn't, it, doesn't it didn't well. work out well, but to friends it can. Um, no, I, and I love that. And I actually just read Bitten myself, um, which is all, you know, in the world of Lyme and that whole deal. And yeah, it was a really, really amazing read. And for your, you know, for our, our people who are listening, um, all of our books um, from Nancy and myself, and our, our guests are up on our website, so you can check them out. You can follow our Instagram as well. We have um, all of our books been coming, are slowly getting mm-hmm. released on our Instagram. Um, you guys can follow Nikki at myhealthybeginnings.com or beginning. No, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> um, beginnings. Sometimes I also say thyroids. Even though we have one, I mean, thyroid. It's okay. It's okay. No, I don't. I see that. Yes, the things. Um, and please follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all the things. Leave us a review, um, so that we can um just continue bringing amazing guests and topics, um, to the world. And Nikki, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. It was great. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Healing the Onion podcast. If we've inspired you to take the next step in your healing journey, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can also find us on Instagram and online at peelingtheonionpodcast.com. Music by Greg DeJazu and podcast production by Nova Media. Until next time, keep peeling the onion.